Welcome back to another episode of the Hip Hop Heads Podcast. Yes, sir. We're back. We're back. G-Man's got them flows that's replenishing. And grams of that dro, that's my medicine. I've never been uh, afraid of other MCs because I diminish them. Mortal Kombat say to mine, nigga, because I finish them. I'm a creep so deep like a heartbeat, like a bench player. Man, you never want to start me. Not hardly do you ever scar me. Still, I smoke blunts like I was with Bob Marley. It's ungodly how I go hard. See, pass me the car. Let's go fucking party. Okay? Where niggas be at. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back to another episode of the Hip Hop Heads Podcast. HQ up in this bitch. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And if y'all tuning in, y'all already know we had the Redman album review uh, last Last episode, I'm sorry for fucking up, we in Smack City right now. <laughs> but um, we had that album review, so check that out. And yeah, man, this is another coronavirus edition of <laughs> Hip Hop Heads Podcast. No bull. If you hear us coughing, it is not the corona, it is marijuana. So, <laughs> not the rona, but the, not the, but the rana. <laughs> not the rona, but the rana. So let's get that straight. Let's get it straight. So. All right, and this week we are doing Queen Latifah, yes. Black Rain, from, I want to say 1993. Hold on, let me check my shit. Yes, let me sir. check my shit. It, yep, November, no, November 16th, 1993. And, uh, yo, honestly, like, I, this is, this is one of my picks. This yeah. is an old school favorite of mine. This, to me, is a classic hip hop album. I've turned many people onto it that were surprised that it was as good as it is. I'm um, another one, shit. One thing that people, I think, People nowadays, people young people nowadays, they probably won't really fuck with it because this joint has more of a jazzy side to it. it it's very, it's a very chill album, even with yeah. the joints that go oh, yeah. hard. Yeah. But like, there's a lot of really jazz elements into it. But we'll get into that a little bit for later. For sure, for sure. But yeah, let's go ahead and jump into this. All right, fuck, let's do it. All right, I'm gonna go ahead and start with number one, of course, because we always do. The opening track is called Black Hand Side. This joint is a smooth, real vibe out beat. It's a very reflective on life before Latifah became rich mm-hmm. and famous, and her just kind of stating how it is, where she's from, blah, blah, blah. Right, right. And I think it's a really dope way to start the album, and I fucking, again, the beat on this joint, crazy. Oh, yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love the way that this joint starts. No, and even though I, I feel like to, to some degree, a lot of the beats do sound kind of similar, Yeah, it, that doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad thing, you know what I mean? And, and I feel like the first, this first beat is fucking dope as shit. Yeah. You know, but it really gives you a feeling for how the album oh, yeah. is going to go. For like, sure, it really does. For sure, and then and, and she she sets it off by you know starts killing it right off the jump too. Um, and mind y'all, I had never listened to anything Queen Latifah, <laughs> much less 1993 Queen Latifah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I was not expecting her to come in here and actually kill it, but she fucking killed it the whole fucking album. What people don't realize is that Queen Latifah was that bitch back in the day like she her and mc light were the two hardest females in that joint and it's it's like you think about the 90s and it was all about like black power and black love and unity and all type of shit and you don't really expect the artist to really be going that hard because it's more you you look at a lot of the artists from that day you get public enemy and shit a lot of them were very political in the shit that yeah they said. Queen Latifah wasn't really that. She was political in the shit that she said, but it was it wasn't like political as in oh you know the government's fucked up blah blah blah. It's more like in life, like okay we out here let's fuck but not fucking without that kind of yeah like yeah, we're going yeah, you know exactly. we doing this like she was like real old school like she was like you know you see you diss me on record you see me fight. That's one of my favorite lines ever like in hit hip hop because it's just so concise and lets you know what the fuck is about to happen if you go this road. Yeah, no, that's a fact. That's a fact. <laughs> And, and, and again, I guess we'll get into this in, in the rest of the whole album. But I, I feel like again, I, I just didn't expect her to be this like hard on a lot of these songs. Yeah. She be talking his shit on a lot of these songs. 
Because you definitely, especially, and again, going into number two, which is a song that I liked on this joint. Yeah. Listen to me. Yeah, listen to me. Starts off, it's like a more more of a slower, the beat is real kind of slow. Yeah. The hook is dope as shit. I feel like that was one of the, like, one of the first things that I recognized. Because, you know, going through this album, there was a couple things that I recognized that I had heard before that I just didn't know was Queen Latifah. Yeah. Which, I, again, happens to me all, more than you probably I mean, there's you know, just so much hip-hop out there, and it's used in so much yeah. different shit. And I know that, that 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 chorus has been used somewhere Oh, yeah. Online. Oh, yeah. Oh, I guarantee that it has been. I, I know I've heard it somewhere, and I don't think I've had heard this song before. And it's such a vicious, like, it almost has, like, a Caribbean-esque vibe to it. And the beat, the beat, honestly, is, like, old-school New York shit. To me, yeah. like, that is yeah. old-school, like, 90s, For early sure. 90s New York sound. Even though she's a Jersey artist, she's still very New York. I mean, uh, Jersey artist. Same, same, same shit, shit basically. Yeah. But, I mean, like, yeah, little, listen to me, like, that chorus... And There's it, something different about it. Like, I feel it like is. she does that uh, a lot throughout the album. I don't know if she has any Caribbean ties. I don't know if she does, but yeah, you're right. She does drop a little bit like here and there with a little, a little bit of little twang, yeah. or whatever. Uh-huh. So. But yeah, nah, and, and the song is just dope in general. Real chill song, but it's definitely, you know, it's a dope song. And it actually has a really dope message. Like, not only is the, her flow dope in it, but the message of the song itself mm. is really, really dope. Yeah, yeah, I agree. No, it's a dope song. Yeah. Right, I'm gonna go ahead and jump to Rough number four. It's probably one of my absolute favorite tracks on this album. It features Tretch from Naughty by Nature, KRS One, and uh, apparently Heavy D. Was that him at the beginning? I think it was him at the beginning. Yeah, rapping like fast and shit. Yep. But like, it's a hard ass old school beat. It's is mad old New York. I mean, like Tretch from Naughty by Nature. Naughty by Nature was one of those groups in New York. That really started like huh, that was from the New hard rah rah shit. Yeah, duh. No, I, I think no, they're from Jersey. My bad, they are from Jersey. They're from I, Jersey I, too. I didn't know that there was a uh, East Coast. Uh... Yeah, naughty by nature. Oh, okay. Yeah, but they they were always the hard rah rah shit too. I mean, they had their shit. They had a little bit of political shit about them too, but they were more about the hard shit, especially right. Tretch. Tretch was that nigga. <laughs> and if you ever seen the movie Empire with John Leguizamo, uh huh. Tretch was one of his homeboys and his crew in that movie, and Tretch was the nigga that was always down to ride and do something dumb. <laughs> Which is kind of how Tretch was in hey, real life. <laughs> hey, man. Look at Cam, man. He played, you play, you play what you are best. Facts. You play Big what you are Cause I just saw Payton in full the other day. <laughs> and that's, that's right Cam. there. That's, that's right Cam. there. If you, dog, you know, for those of y'all who've seen Payton in full and would like to see more of Cam being Cam on camera, just watch Killer Season cause it's the funniest shit ever. Because it's literally, he's literally Alpo 2.0 in fucking He's being good. himself to the 10th degree. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, this song has a dope-ass chorus. I've always fucked with everyone's verses on this, Joe. Although, Queen Latifah has the last verse, and she comes on and completely murked it. The anger, the energy was the strongest with her. Yeah. Like, she apparently... It sounded like she was going at someone. And if if if, if you really think about it, the fact that she waited to be the last one on the track Against three fucking heavy hitters. Yeah, dog. yeah. These ain't no just running the mill names. These are fucking solidified in stone in rap names. Big facts. Big facts. And and, and murked it. So speaks a lot on on, on her. I'm man. telling you. I'm telling you. But yeah, now everything about this joint I fuck with. Like rough is. I honestly, it's one of my. It's legit, probably my favorite song on the entire album. Okay. Uh, for me, 
I'm gonna go with uh number six, bring the flavor. Which I honestly, I feel like we're kind of going in order. We probably are going. We're probably we're, we're probably going a good amount of order. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She fucking dog again. Her flow is just so vicious in a lot of these songs, but specifically this joint. The beat was vicious. I like the little uh saxophone thing in the background. Yep. The, that joke was just dope, man. And I love that sample of her going, who brings the flavor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. the way she says it is just like, who brings the flavor? Like, yeah. she's like, like make that, I'll bring the flavor. Yeah. Nigga, what the fuck? <laughs> no, and again, I just feel like it's such a perfectly titled song. Yeah. For the beat, how she's rapping. She's literally bringing the flavor in it with this song. Facts. For a fact. And it's funny because her crew and her studio and her her record label, if she still has it, is called Flavor Unit. Oh, what are you <laughs> So, like, it makes even more oh, sense by that. Sure. But, like, her lyrical dexterity, the way she changes up her flow on this track, is amazing. And it's, like, flawless. It's the most braggadocious I think she is on this entire album. I think it's either that one or number nine, but we'll get to that. Okay, one. true. We'll get to that true, one. True, 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 true. That's she be going <laughs> in on it. Yeah. I'm gonna say uh, I always fucked with number eight, uh, yeah. superstar. Honestly, when I heard this song, it kind of changed the way that I approached women. Oh, I mean, like it really did. Cause I mean, you listen to the chorus, it's like you ain't gotta be no superstar. I only mm. wanna find out who you are. Yeah, and you ain't gotta be no Superman. Yeah, if you, so you can talk to me if you can, or something like like I yeah. forgot the last couple words, but like that's basically how it goes. Yeah. And she breaks down like. Like, you know, I saw this dude at the bar, he was feeling me, I was feeling him, and all of a sudden this nigga sends his boy over to talk to me. Like, what the fuck, nigga? Yeah. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna bark, yeah. I'm not gonna bite, like, yeah, I was yeah. like, I was just like, yo, that's like, okay, if, if you are, if you have ever had a way, uh, ever felt a way about approaching females or ever been nervous about it, you listen to that song and it just gives you a whole yeah. new insight. Okay, because like, fuck that. Is, there's one thing that your niggas is telling you, like, dog, I'm telling you girls like it when you go, but there's one thing when a girl tells you, exactly. like, yo, just come, come do it, it's it, cool, exactly. I'm not gonna bite. What's the worst I'm gonna say? No. no yeah, yeah. <laughs> she literally says that in the song. Yep. So it's just like, nah, that song, like, I just feel like that's, that's, nah. this is one of those songs that literally, will stand the test of time simply oh, yeah, because it's sure. subject matter and how well it's put together. Oh, this is, yeah, 100% I feel like it's one of the better put together songs on the yeah. album. And I feel like it shows her level of, uh, like, just range and, uh, can't think of the fucking word right now, but just, like, different, like, shit. Because, oh, versatility. Yeah, I feel like she has go. a lot of versatility that I didn't know she had at the beginning of the album. Yep. Especially towards the... Uh, latter end of the album. Oh I yeah, feel like it goes a lot more into like her singing and shit, yep. which I didn't know she could sing. A lot of people didn't. I didn't know she could sing until I listened to this album too. Yeah. So I, I feel like it's a um. Hold on, what's that number? That yeah, was right, number superstar. eight. Superstar. Yeah. So um, superstar. She, she she's singing on the hook too, right? Yeah. She sings the majority of the hooks on on. I was about to say. Songs. I was about to say. I wasn't even sure if that was her singing. Yeah. But, um. Yeah. Really dope song. I feel like one of the better songs, better put together songs for sure. Yeah. But for me, number nine, no worth. I think she fucking ripped this joint. Her flow on this joint, I think is the best on this on on this whole album on this joint. To now, me, this this joint does fucking rock. The chorus is simple, but it gives you that vibe. It's not like last time we were talking about where the chorus was so simple, but it was just mm. dull. Yeah. This chorus is like, you ain't got work for me. Yeah, we got work for the queen. Like, oh, like, it, hey, was she the first one to, to call herself like the queen? Yes. In rap. Yes. Which is why she'll forever be Queen Latifah. Basically. It's in her name. I mean, it's, it's the name she has been going by since she started. <laughs> even in movies. Yeah, even in movies, TV shows, whatever. She does not go by... She's only gone by her, her real name on one album. Because her name is 
Dana Owens. Owens. Dana Owens. And uh, she had the Dana Owens album, I mm. believe, which was her all singing. And I think she was like singing covers, if I'm not wrong. Not like show, not like show tunes or like shit from plays or musicals. Older songs. You know oh, what I mean? okay, okay, okay. Um, no, she's fucking. She's got skills out the ass. Mm-hmm, Singer, sure. rapper, songwriter, producer. Yeah. Like she has so many fucking hats. Actress. Yeah. Like it's ridiculous. Yeah. No, it's and crazy. the fact that she can still at this point because it was like right after right after this album came out. You know they dropped Living Single. Like Living Single was like right after this album, or like uh, or in the mean like when this album was in its fa- like rollout phase. Like Living Single was shortly after. Okay. So like she was working all that time. Yeah, you know for what I'm sure. Saying? Like and doing a hell of a lot. And it's amazing that you can be that busy and still create. Oh yeah. This vicious of an album. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And it just goes to show like. Put some time into your shit, people. Like, That's it, man. Work on your shit. Yeah. Master your fucking craft. Mm-hmm. You don't have to go in there and like record and keep the first verse that you drop. Like, yeah. It no, doesn't have sure. to be that. Like, Come up with some new That's shit. Why, like, I don't get why people take so much pride in saying that they recorded an album in two weeks or that they recorded a song in 30 minutes. Like, What the fuck does that really say? Exactly. Why, what does it matter how long it took you to do something? If something's good, it's good, and that's all that fucking matters. Exactly. Some people have done that, because Missy Elliott... I think they said that she wrote her, wrote and oh, yeah, recorded yeah. her first album in like one or two weeks or something like is, that. Which is crazy. And it's it's still a good album. Like, yeah, yeah. It has its downsides, but it's still a legit album. So like, it can be done and it it can be done well. It can be done terribly. Huh. <laughs> so uh, they're, they're saying that she wrote and recorded yeah. the album in two Super weeks? Super duper fly. In fact, that should be one we put on the list for later. Yeah, you're right. You're right. In fact, we put it on the list now. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, number nine, uh, No Work, she fucking killed it. Dope song. Yep. Another dope one on the list. Alright. I'm gonna go with number 11. I mean, we're literally just going, like, skipping, like, one or two tracks at this point. Just Another Day. The song is relaxing. It's chill as fuck. Hell yeah. It can be a background song. Like a chilling kind of, like, you know, like, it kind of gives you chills a little bit. Exactly. It's like a darker type of song. Exactly. And it's like, it's very storytelling and it's very well done. The beat is still, like, very chilly, jazzy jump. And again, like, I didn't know Queen Latifah could sing until I heard this album, and this song kind of, like, solidified put that it, out. Yeah. yeah, solidified it. It's a very vicious story that's told, reflective on her past, and it's, I feel like it's a very different side of Queen Latifah that we were not used to seeing, and that you don't really ever get to see. Because, like, the first thing she's like, I'm not Latifah, I'm just plain old Dana today. That's one of the lyrics in the song. Like, mm. she's just hanging out, she's not Queen Latifah, yeah, she's gonna be yeah, her, she's yeah. doing what the fuck she wants to do. It's, 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 I don't know, it's just a vicious ass song. And when you, when you sit down and listen to it, it can actually, like, get you to relax. So if you're, like, yeah. all agitated and shit, you put that joint out, it's just another day in mm-hmm. the neighborhood. I feel like her voice is real soothing, too. Yeah, oh man. This joint, like, there's nothing, I feel like there's nothing bad I can say about this album, and I hate saying that about shit, because I can find bad shit and shit, but, like, this album for me is just solidified classic. Like, no, I don't I think I'm gonna really hate it. Even the ones that I don't like as much as the ones that I'm talking about right now, it's I still, still fuck with. Yeah, I hate you. I feel you. I feel you. Yeah, no, I agree. Again, Just Another Day, dope song. Pretty much talks about living in the hood and shit, her day to day life or whatever. Yeah. But um, yes, yeah, it's, it's a super dope song, super relaxing song. And again, her voice is just vicious on the joint. <laughs> Facts. So, for me, I'm actually skip over. Actually, I, I'll talk. I guess, I guess you and I why, which is the, I think the, the main, classic, the classic joint, the big radio hit. Yeah. I honestly had never heard it. Like I had heard of the song, but I had never heard it. And really, uh, yeah. 
Yeah. Wow. And then, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's, it's a dope song. I just feel like it's a little kind of gimmicky, kind of. I mean, back in the day, like, you know, I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't know about gimmicky. I guess you could say gimmicky, yeah. But at the same time, like, I mean, for, you know, for women, nah, that for, is a reality. For no, for Especially sure. Especially back then when niggas yeah. were just straight rude yeah. and would grab your ass. I mean, grab them by the pussy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, for sure. And, and, and I, I feel like, um, I'm only saying that because this is the first time I've heard it. You yeah. know what I mean? But I feel like had I heard this when it first came out, it, I feel like it would have hit completely different because oh, yeah. of the times when, you know what I mean? So, But honestly, like, I'm surprised that this is not the song of the women's movement like mm-hmm. right now, like the Me Too movement. I'm yeah. surprised that this low-key is not like their anthem at like every fucking thing. I like how she starts every <laughs> verse with, Who you calling a bitch? Yeah. <laughs> U-N-I-T-Y. Another joke that she sang the motherfucking chorus on. Yeah, 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 and, and she hit the little, uh, like the little twang, the little yep. Caribbean kind of you twang. You are black, man. Yep. Yeah. To hit that jump. So I mean, like this, this I, I have nothing wrong to say against this song. I love this song with nah, all my heart. I'm and again, it's a smooth, like jazzy ride yeah. out jump, but it's like it has that energy behind it, which I feel like the energy of the lyrics give more energy to the song versus yeah. just the beat driving the energy of the song. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I'll go Ted to number 13, Weekend Love, featuring Tony Rebel, which definitely has a Caribbean vibe yeah, to it. For sure. <laughs> but it's a song about one night stands. Like, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's like, we can have a weekend love. I don't need nothing else. Just a little weekend love. A little, yeah. <laughs> you know what I love? There's nothing more than I love is to hear a song that's about scumbag shit but sounds very nice. Like, if you kind of just hearing this in the background, you might just be like, oh, you know, they're talking about love, and, you know, uh-huh. this and the third, but nah. Listen to the lyrics. Listen to the lyrics. Like, there's there's one of the songs on here, I can't think of what it is, but she says, I think it's in, I don't know if it's in Bring the Flavor, but when she's like, but I'm down with the, um, hold on, let me, let me find this out, because I kind of wanted to ask you what the fuck she meant here. Hold on, hold on. That almost sounds like Coochie Bang. <laughs> yeah, it might be. I think it is Coochie Bang. Yeah, is she saying? Is she saying she's down to like fuck with somebody else if if, if, if the nigga she's talking about doesn't pound a condom? Is that yeah. more? That's what she's saying. Basically, <laughs> pretty much yeah. Because <laughs> nah. that's basically what Coochie Bang is. It's just about have sex with a condom. Because it says, in the chorus, it says, don't let him in. Yeah, yeah, don't get a condom. You know what's funny? At first, I thought, I don't know why I was hearing this, but I was completely hearing it wrong. I was hearing it saying, don't let him in if he don't have a perm. <laughs> I was like, a perm? Like, like, who the fuck a perm got to Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, the 90s are different, man. I'm telling you, it was a different time. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we can love a guy, I agree with you. Dope ass fucking song. Real catchy kind of hook for sure. Oh, and I, mean, I love the chorus. Yeah, yeah. Like, the yeah. chorus is dope as shit. And then uh, when Tony Rebel comes in with his... He killed little, it, too, though. Yeah, he killed it, dog. He fucking threw his thing in there, too. Yeah. So, like, no, nah, that's that's a dope-ass song. In fact, that could just be... I mean, it's it's about one-night stands, but that could be a joke that you chill with your girl with. Oh, yeah. Because it's that like, chill. <laughs> like you could, like, act like it's, like, a little cute lovey-dovey song. Exactly. Yeah, Until she shit. actually sits there and listens to the lyrics a little bit. Like, nigga, what? Nigga? <laughs> Hold on. And then she checks her phone this Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then she realizes she has the never sees you throughout Straight the week. Straight savage. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the most savage move you could do. She's just putting shit together like, yeah. this nigga played this song. Wait a minute. When was the last time I seen this nigga? Last, and then, and then, last Saturday? Saturday before that? Saturday? 
motherfucker. <laughs> and, then, and then you get mad at her for getting mad at you for putting shit together. No, bro. <laughs> what the fuck's wrong with you always jumping to conclusions? You always put shit together in your head. <laughs> one and one don't always make two. Yeah. <laughs> Alright man, so I'm gonna jump to the last song which is number fifteen, which is uh Winky's theme. Yes, that was no. gonna be the one I did too. I feel if any song shows the versatility is this fucking song. Facts. Because not only was her singing different on this joint, the instrumentals, I'm not even gonna say beat because I feel like that was a motherfucking band. Yeah. I don't care what anybody says. That yeah. is a fucking backing band yeah. on that motherfucker. Yeah, and it was dope as fuck. I'm telling you. It was like something completely different, but I feel like it was a re- a really good way to end the album. And it still had a lot of energy because like the yo, the the, the brass instruments, the trombones yeah. and the trumpets, when she starts singing the chorus and they go banat, like that joint rocks. Yeah. I don't care who you are. Yeah. You, if you can't appreciate that instrumental yeah, you like shit, music. like you don't. I'm sorry. That's like that's is, basically yeah. what it is. She kills this joint. It's a, it's a it's a an homage to her brother. Oh, okay. and it's like a very ext- very extremely probably the most jazziest song. Like legit, just straight jazz. It's not much like hip hop inflection. Yeah, in this for song. sure, for sure. I think it's one of the best beats on the album. Just like you said. It, again, it sounds like there's a backing band. The beat changes mm, yeah, and then yeah. comes back and then changes again and comes back. I mean, the song is like a legit five minutes long. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and she kills it the entire time, whether she's rapping, whether she's singing. I mean, the the the, the power she has in her voice when she's singing, Can I go? Like that joint is yeah, dope as yeah. fuck. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure this sound, this song sounds amazing live. Oh, for sure. For sure. I would love to see this song perform live. I don't care when and where. I'm with you. I'm with you. All right. Well, we pretty much went over the whole album that we fucked with. Was there yeah. anything that you didn't really fuck with on this job? <sighs> Look, man, not really. If it was, if it was something that I didn't fuck with, it was very minor. Yeah. And maybe just certain things being a little dated, I guess maybe. But I can't even really think of too much right now that I would just be like completely just not it for me. You know I mean? Because I mean, like I said, like the the beats on here are pretty flawless. Even the, the there's two interludes. Number ten is just yeah. The both flow. both of them were tough. The and uh, well, for the DJs, number five, yeah, both of them were legit vicious ass is, uh, mm-hmm. interludes, and they were just instrumentals. So yeah. there's not much wrong. Like I said, there's not much wrong that no, you can really say isn't. on this John. And I think we're just gonna go ahead and slip in the final thoughts. Fuck man. It, let's just do it. <laughs> let's just do it, sir. Yeah. So again. Like I said at the beginning of the episode, had never listened to a Queen Latifah album. To be perfectly honest with you, I knew about Queen Latifah being actress before I knew about her being a rapper. But this shit fucking just blew me out the water. It blew it out the water, man. Like, she just fucking, she killed it. She killed it throughout the whole joint. Showed versatility, which is something that I feel like everybody, when people talk about, like, the 90s and quote-unquote real hip-hop mm-hmm. they, they say everything kind of just sounds kind of the same yeah. and like it, there's no it's not fun or it's not like but there's, there's a lot of fun about this album hell I feel. yeah you know what i mean um and she shows a lot of versatility throughout it which i feel like is a very important part and in the music in music in general you know what i mean if you're gonna have an album i feel like it's important to be versatile mm-hmm. and but still cater to what you do best and exactly. i feel like she does all of that really well now, see, I feel like I would be hard-pressed to find an artist that would go a jazzy route like this beat-wise, especially yeah. now in today's, like, could you, I mean, could you see, like, Lil Yachty or... Nah, you know who I could hear doing this? Maybe, like, Rhapsody? Fact. Rhapsody, I could, I could definitely see her. You know what I mean? It's, it's that specific type of artist, yeah, but yeah, yeah, you're not gonna see your mainstream, nah. you're not gonna see y, uh, the NBA Youngboy 
on some shit like this. Or, or even, or even, even Nicki Minaj. Yeah, see her at all. Not even. I don't even think you'll find Drake on something like this. He nah. might attempt it with like with somebody nah. featured on it or something, but like it'll probably not be on his album. <laughs> or like J Cole, maybe. Yeah, J Cole. I can see doing some stuff like, like this. J Cole, Rhapsody. Yeah, I, actually, I can see Wale trying to do some shit like yeah, this. Yeah, no, for sure, definitely. So, Wale. Maybe there are more rappers out there than I thought. Just not many of the more mainstreamers. We gotta have a conversation. I feel like Wale is one of the more underappreciated uh, rappers. I right agree now. with you one hundred and fifty percent, honestly. I feel uh, people just like I feel like people find reasons to hate on Wale. Oh yeah, for sure. And I feel like he's keeping the real shit, like the actual rapping alive. I yeah, feel, in my opinion. But, and he, he's well, he's doing a lot, and he yeah. just doesn't get a lot of. Um, he gets a lot of hate. Yeah, he doesn't get a lot of respect. Period. Like yeah. that, that that it blows my mind. And what really bothers me. Really, as a fan, as, and as a fan of where he's like, he's from where we're from, and mm. a lot of people here hate him. Yeah, I don't a get that. A lot of people in DC do not fuck with. You know why, man? Because everybody wants to like. The truth is, man. I feel like when people make it out of somewhere, people just hate for no real reason. You know what I mean? I mean? Yeah. It's, it's because they they'll, they'll say, "Oh, well, he's claiming DC, but he's from Maryland." Well, you know, the fine little dumb shit that really doesn't really even mean anything at the end of the mm-hmm. day. But you know, we'll talk about that another episode. Yes. Uh, to not take away too much from Miss Latifah here, <laughs> but definitely quick shout outs to Mr. Wale. Yep, yep. For repping the whole uh, DMV area. All right. And uh, so we've got our final thoughts on it. Well, basically, yes. well, I love the album. Uh, I've been listening to it for years now. That's all I'm gonna say because I've already gushed <laughs> over this joint way too goddamn much. Does this album to you stand the test of time? Look, I feel like the, no, it doesn't. But not in a bad way. I just feel like the beats are too time centric. It's almost it almost like it almost has a, a stamp on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, this is 1990. But again, that doesn't mean that I feel like it wouldn't be like like for me listening to this for the first time. I enjoyed a lot of what I heard. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. It doesn't sound like right now, but I feel like you could still en- find some level of enjoyment in this today, even if you've never heard the shit before. True. So I would say yes and no. Okay. Um, I think that I don't know because the beats they do kind of make it seem a little bit old, but at the same time, like I don't feel like they kind of go out of out of phase as much as some of the shit from the early 2000s, like on that uh, Redman album or on that uh, Fabulous album or on Jada Kiss's album. Mm-hmm. Like those beats definitely are a product of that time, but I feel kind of like. Since it's more jazzy and instrument instrumentational, I feel like that kind of stands over, like it stands better through time than just like any of the computerized beats from back in that day. No, I agree. I agree. But yeah, that's 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 just my opinion on that. But uh, what do you decide to give it out of ten? I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a, a nine out of ten. Okay. I think it was a really good album. Again, the only thing that I see could possibly stand in your way of you giving this a good review is. Maybe just it's too it's too much of a time difference. And again, I'm about to be thirty. I'm not gonna say how old I am, <laughs> but um, in a couple years. But I, I could see like maybe like a, a sixteen or seventeen year old having a little bit of difficulty getting into this because yeah. I at least have some like I've kind of to a certain degree been kind of like I guess spoon fed nineties rap because I have an older brother. Yeah. And even then, like I was alive in the nineties. You know, a lot of these kids are if if shit if you're twenty, you were born in two thousand. You know what I'm saying? Which is kind of crazy. So um, a lot of these rappers didn't really... A lot of these kids didn't really listen to that sound at all. So I feel like it's... I don't know. Yeah, I I think it's a really good album. So I'll just give it a 9 out of 10. All right. 
Uh, me, I got like I said, I've been gushing over this album for like the last 30, 40 minutes now, <coughs> 30 minutes now. So I, I'm giving it a 10 out of 10 just because I feel like this album is just a strong representation of what 90s hip, like early 90s hip hop culture was like. The versatility of it, the 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 anger, uh, everything, just everything balled up into one. Like I think it was very well done, very well crafted. And so yeah, 10 out of 10 is what it gets from me. All right, that's a bet. All right. And uh, did you have an album suggestion this week, sir? Uh, yes, I do. Okay, so I'm going to hit y'all again. This is kind of like a little mix uh singing R&B, because I think she does have a couple rappers on here. Okay. But she is uh, singing on here. Uh, Miss Ari Lennox, Shea Butter Baby. Oh, I don't ooh. know if you've, you've listened to her. I haven't listened to it yet, but she's, I've heard good things. She's tough. She's she's dope. A lot of dope songs on here. You got J.I.D. on here. You, of course, got J. Cole. She signed to Dreamville, so oh, shit. obviously, okay. you know. Um, she's dope. I really like her music. I like, I like her style. One of my favorite guilty pleasures is the song FaceTime. I feel okay. like it's a dope little song. So, um, check that out. Uh, Shea Butter Baby by Ari Lennox. All right. You know what? I'm just going to go ahead and go with, uh, the notorious B.I.G. and do Life After Death. But, <clears throat> because but. Life After Death was like a, like a really vicious album. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, a lot of people really got into Ready to Die, but they didn't really do a lot with Life After Death after he died. I feel like that's that's one hundred percent the case because I feel like a lot of the like really well known Biggie songs, yeah. I feel like for the most part on on um on Ready to Die. Exactly. So But this joint it actually rocks because this joint had a lot of fucking songs on it that are low key and people I feel like they don't realize are on this album, like Kick in the Door. Like that is just a fucking good ass song yeah uh, long kiss good night another vicious song on here and this is a two-track album so people i think they get two lost disc. in it or two day uh, let's say two album two track, track, two, yeah. track two two disc album sorry <laughs> fucking the weed but there's a lot of songs on here low key jump fuck you tonight featuring r kelly oh yeah that's about like for real like shit of course the locks are on here uh jay-z's on here on i love the dough of course more money more problems with diddy and mace uh, what else? Uh, another with Lil Kim. Ten Crack Commandments. All everybody knows that fucking song. Right. Uh, Play a hater, which is a low key favorite of mine, where Biggie is singing the song. You, I, have you ever heard that? No, no. Play a hater. That became an anthem when I was in college. That's, I'm gonna show it to you before you leave today. Right. <clears throat> I'm not forgetting that joke. But like, uh, missing, miss you. Um, just this whole album was filled with bangers sky's the limit that like no nasty boy that nobody really paid attention to i yeah. feel like like because like there could have been mad radio hits off this jump and there was like only two for real like maybe three because uh notorious thugs is on this jump oh uh, okay with um the with uh Bone Thugs, yeah so i feel like it was definitely an album that people slept on but at the same time it that- had so many fucking songs yeah now nah, that, that notorious you know what's funny notorious thugs was probably one of the first times that i heard uh, a biggie yeah because um i mean mind you i was probably like maybe six when he died but um later on i, I remember that was like the song because everybody fuck with bone thugs oh yeah i feel like that that collab is just was crazy. oh it's timeless yeah timeless for sure but yeah that's it that's it for my um, album cool. suggestion uh, anything else you want to tell these people this week no man like i said in the last episode definitely uh be safe out there y'all coronavirus uh stay in if you have to or if you don't have if you don't have to go out i should better you said um and yeah man thank you for tuning in you know hopefully we can keep providing y'all 
with this source of entertainment for real in the, in the meantime hopefully the meantime. hopefully this coronavirus ain't gonna be keeping us all down yeah for sure but uh y'all can find us on social medias uh, instagram and twitter at hq podcast please just spell it out just just spell it out i'm tired just of telling it you. out we're tired we're tired we're tired spell that shit out you know you can find us for your listening pleasure on soundcloud itunes google play uh, Spotify, Spreaker, uh, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher. You can also find us on Facebook if you look up at hip or if you look up Hip Hop Heads Podcast. And uh, I feel like I'm forgetting something, but from, I just, yeah. just want to say this. I just checked my midterm exam grade. I got an A on that bitch, y'all. Hey, okay. Hey, hey. Congratulations. Shout out to Smack City and this bitch still getting yeah. A's. You heard. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely, thank y'all for tuning in, man. Oh, and I'm going to give a couple of shout outs uh, to South Africa, which is our number two listening for this week. We appreciate y'all entire country yeah. for checking us out. Sweden, Ghana, UK, always Canada for rocking with us, Germany, Nigeria, France, and Mozambique, yo, Mozambique, rocking hard with us, riding out our top 10 for this week, we appreciate that, also a couple of listeners um, on the SoundCloud front, especially Jonathan Rivera, uh, Band Up Dot, Robert Fletzlin, and of course... <laughs> Slime baller. I appreciate all y'all for checking us out. <laughs> uh, for the cities, uh, we got a little, of course, Vallejo, California, always rocking with a strong San Jose, California, Falls Church, VA, and okay. Chicago, Illinois, Accra, Ghana, Stockholm, Sweden, LA, the Bronx, always rocking with us. Louisville, I was always surprised by y'all, but y'all stay rocking with us and we appreciate it. And of course, New York, New York, we appreciate everybody listening to us, no matter what platform you're on, listening to us. Like, share, uh, you know, show some love, comment, whatever y'all can do. But we will catch y'all later. Love y'all, world. Peace. Peace.